Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. And now another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive. Marcus, what happened? I was changing my oil and I spilled some on the floor. Oh, we'll use these $50 bills to wipe it up. Perfect. Got any more? Yeah, yeah, take a couple hundred. Stop. Instead of using money, use an old rag. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. Not available in all states. This is WTOP News. WTOP FM Washington. WWWTFM Manassas. WTLP FM Braddock Heights Frederick. 258. Traffic and weather on the 8th, Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. In Virginia, 66 eastbound between Fairfax County Parkway and Route 50. Crash response. Main lanes stay right. Express lanes stay left. Westbound exit 57A is still closed. You can't go eastbound on Route 50. Crash investigation continues at that interchange. On I-66 inside the Beltway, it'll be toll-free. It is a holiday. It will not be traffic-free on 95. Very slow. President's Day traffic northbound in many slowdowns between Fredericksburg and Springfield. Express lanes are open southbound on 95, hence only congested in the main lanes down in Woodbridge toward the Occoquan. In uh, Virginia on the Interloop, it is the work zone clearing beyond the Dulles Toll Road. In Maryland, it is the work zone on the Outer Loop south of River Road. The right lane still blocked, hopefully for not much longer. Traffic backed up to Old Georgetown Road at the south end of the 270 spur. Northbound on 270, not bad. Southbound a little heavy past Urbana. Route 3 northbound in Millersville down to single file at road work near 175. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Make no payments on your new windows for two full years. Visit windownation.com. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Let's get a check of our forecast. 7 News First Alert meteorologist Mark Pena. Pleasant weather for your President's Day Monday with lots and lots of sunshine in the forecast today. Temperatures will top out in the mid to upper 40s to about 50 degrees with northwest winds 5 to 10 miles an hour. Tonight, the pleasant weather continues with mainly clear skies and temperatures falling into the 20s to around 32 degrees. Looking partly cloudy for your Tuesday with highs right around 50 degrees. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Mark Pena and the First Alert Weather Center. Looks gorgeous. We're at 46 in Silver Spring, 48 Fort Belvoir, 48 downtown D.C. At 259. This is WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is brought to you by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good afternoon. I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Ann Kramer. Coming up. It looks like there will not be an ownership change for the Washington Nationals, at least for now. If the Alexandria Arena bill doesn't pass, it could fail. But there's a third option, too. I'm Nick Ainelli. Digging out at the site of that fatal house explosion in Sterling, I'm Neil Orgenstein. What we are learning this afternoon about that police chase last Friday that involved a stolen Maryland State Highway truck. And if you decide you're going to visit the Lincoln Memorial today, there might be some changes there that you want to notice. Wall Street is closed for the President's Day holiday. WTOP at 3 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Monica Ricks. Heavy rains causing more concern now in already saturated California. CBS LA reporter Rick Montanez is near Ventura. 
the hillsides, they are saturated from previous storms. So it's very easy to see a lot of runoff come off these foothills. And in some cases, it could go right into the lanes of traffic. Fire Captain Tony McHale's in Ojai. There's uh, lots of hillsides, lots of falling rocks and trees. Uh, so the roads are very hazardous. Plus, there's uh, some flooding in the lower the lower lying areas. So again, we like to urge people to stay off the roads if they can. But Swift Water Rescue teams are ready if needed. At least nine people died in storms earlier this month. President Biden says House Republicans are making a big mistake by not responding to Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny's death and approving more aid for Ukraine. The way they're walking away from the threat of Russia, the way they're walking away from NATO, it's just shocking. But Navalny's widow is following in her husband's footsteps now in fighting for a free Russia. CBS's Cammie McCormick. In a message to her husband's supporters, Yulia Navalny accused Vladimir Putin of killing him. Putin She said her husband loved Russia and sacrificed his life for it, and she said she will not give up and will continue the fight. The Russians say they are investigating the death, but Navalny's supporters claim they're withholding evidence that he was poisoned. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has now vowed to finish the job in the war against Hamas. Paul Adams is with the BBC. Benny Gantz, a member of Benjamin Netanyahu's security cabinet, saying that if the hostages are not released by the start of Ramadan, that is in just under three weeks, then uh, the war would come to Rafa. This next story sounds like the plot of a movie. Police have arrested an unidentified 21-year-old Tennessee man after he allegedly tried to enroll himself in a Michigan school to date a 17-year-old student he met online. The Mason County Sheriff's Office says it was alerted by a school employee who became suspicious about the enrollment. Police say the man even flew from Tennessee to Grand Rapids, Michigan to meet the female student. That's CBS's Jim Cursula reporting. Some voice actors are embracing AI. CBS's Peter King. Video game studios have been experimenting with voice artists like Andy McGee, whose demo reel is on Instagram. Despite your best efforts to destroy me. Actors have long worried about being replaced by AI, but Actors Union SAG-AFTRA says Replica is using AI ethically and fairly. Replica CEO says actors control how their voices are used, and they're making more money. Actors and writers went on strike over AI. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. It is 3.03 on Monday, February the 19th, President's Day. We have lots of sunshine this afternoon and highs, well, they're getting near 50. Good afternoon, I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Breaking news on WTOP. The Washington Nationals are no longer up for sale, at least right now. Mark Lerner, the owner of the team, tells the Washington Post his family are no longer exploring selling the club. Lerner announced he had hired a New York investment bank to look into possible sale options back in April of 2022. Last year, the Lerner family reportedly turned down a $2 billion offer made by Ted Leonsis, who already owns the Wizards and the Capitals. The Lerner family bought the team back in 2006 for $450 million, one year after it moved from Montreal to D.C. We'll have more sports coming up at 25 and 55. Keep it here on WTOP. 304, we have heard it might be dead. We've heard it is still alive. So what's really happening with the Virginia bill that would allow for a new arena for the Caps and Wizards in Alexandria? Turns out there are several options on the table. 
The details now and latest from WTOP's Nick Ionelli. While the arena bill passed in Virginia's House of Delegates last week, its future is uncertain. It's moved on to the Senate, specifically to the Senate's Finance and Appropriations Committee. And the chair of that committee, Democratic Senator Eloise Lucas, will be the one who decides whether the bill is voted on or whether it dies. It's left up to Louise Lucas, and right now that rests with her. That's Democratic Delegate Luke Torian who sponsored the bill in the House. Torian says another option on the table would be to delay action on the bill for a year rather than letting it die. WTOP has reached out to Lucas numerous times for an interview, but we have not heard back. So do you have any idea what Senator Lucas might do? We have not been given an indication. Right now, I have no idea, sir. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. We will go more in depth with Nick on this story coming up at 315. WTOP at 305. It is a devastating sight in Loudoun County where a house explosion Friday night killed a volunteer firefighter and injured nine others. The investigation into what went wrong is in full swing. WTOP's Neil Augenstein has our story from Sterling. Here on Silver Ridge Drive, piles of debris from what was a house before it exploded and collapsed are being removed with a front loader. Nearby structures are still unsafe and are being shored up. Investigators are gathering the firefighting gear that was being worn Friday. That'll be sent out for analysis. It'll all become part of what's called the significant incident report, which will be very thorough since it involves the line of duty death and firefighter injuries. It'll be up to the fire marshal to determine what caused the explosion. In Sterling, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. Meantime, funeral arrangements are being made for the firefighter who died. He's been identified as 45-year-old Trevor Brown. Brown had been with the Sterling Volunteer Fire Company since 2016. We are getting more details this afternoon about last Friday evening's wild chase through two Maryland counties resulted in more than a dozen accidents and one arrest. It all started with a stolen state highway truck. State police are now identifying the suspect as 27-year-old Flavio Lanuza of Laurel. Police say around 5 last Friday afternoon, troopers went to a hit-and-run crash involving four cars on the inner loop of the Beltway at the Greenbelt Metro Station. Now, according to police, Lanuza was involved in that crash. He took off in a Ford, driving into the park and ride lot where he went off the road and then hit a guardrail. When a state highway administration chart tow truck responded there to check on him, troopers say Lanuza got out of the SUV and stole the state truck. That kicked off about an hour-long chase from Prince George's to Montgomery County, in which Lanuza is accused of hitting cars, including a state police SUV, and taking down some power lines in an office complex in Calverton. The stolen tow truck ended up running off the road around 6.30 in Montgomery County along Columbia Pike. That's where Lanuza was arrested. You can watch the video of that chase at WTOP.com. Lots of scaffolding in front of the Lincoln Memorial if you're headed there on this President's Day for a visit. And that's because of a project to replace the memorial's elevator. Crews are building a ramp for visitors to use over the steps to get to the memorial. The National Mall Memorial Park says crews have wrapped up the waterproofing work on one section of the steps. They're going to begin on the other section once that ramp is finished. A new exhibition space is being created under the Lincoln Memorial as well. Coming up in Money News after traffic and weather. What to do with an abandoned Prince George's County Airport? Build houses. I'm Jeff Glabel. It's 308. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. 
traffic and weather together on the 8s. And we'll start with Dave Dildine. He's in the traffic center. All righty. Virginia 66 eastbound on the brakes over Fairfax County Parkway and toward Route 50. But before exit 57, the response to a crash. Got to get by it. If you're in the main lanes, it's two right lanes open. And if you're in the express lanes, you get by far to the left down the shoulder, the left shoulder of the 66 express lanes. That is eastbound. Westbound on 66, the lanes are open, but the ramp to go eastbound on 50 remains blocked for crash reconstruction. That would be exit 57A, the Fairfax ramp for westbound drivers on I-66. Meanwhile, on the Beltway, interloop traffic is sluggish from Route 7 toward the Legion Bridge as crews uh, back up and pull back barrels in the midday work zone gets cleared beyond the toll road. On the outer loop, it is still very slow coming out of Bethesda toward the Legion Bridge. Still don't have the all clear on the road work beyond River Road that was blocking the right lane. Yeah, back in Virginia on 95, northbound traffic remains very heavy. It is a holiday Monday after all between Fredericksburg and Springfield. It will take time, especially since the express lanes are open southbound. Southbound, the trip is so far so good. In Maryland on 270, brief delays near Clarksburg and Hyattstown. In Frederick on Route 15, southbound delays should start to ease near West Patrick Street. The crash is confined now to the right shoulder. On Route 50 at the Bay Bridge, it is two lanes eastbound and three lanes westbound. Delays are brief near Sandy Point. Route 3 northbound still slow and single file into a work zone. and Some sort of incident response near 175 in Millersville. On the interloop, it is sluggish from 50 south toward uh, Landover and Largo. In the district, getting a little heavier on D.C. 295 and 395, especially if you're inbound on this Monday, coming in on the 14th Street Bridge. The WTOP Newsroom is furnished by Regency Furniture Shop, Regency's President's Day Sale, and enjoy 25% off plus free delivery. Affordable, never looked so good. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Let's check in with 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Steve Rudin. Just a few passing clouds this evening at into the overnight as temperatures plummet to the mid-20s to middle 30s by early tomorrow morning. A beautiful day tomorrow. Mix of sunny clouds, upper 40s to lower 50s. Sunshine is back near 50 degrees on Wednesday. Showers late Thursday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Sunshine right now. We have 47 at College Park. Fairfax coming in at 47, 45 degrees in northwest D.C. All brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. WTOP at 310, Money News 10 and 40, past the hour. Off we go to Jeff Claybaugh. Video game makers have stumbled. Nintendo stock dropped 10% in overseas trading after it said it was pushing back release of its new Switch console until next year. The current model is seven years old. Sony cut its sales forecast for PlayStation 5, sending it lower. International travel grew 38% last year and the number one destination for international travel in 2023 was Istanbul, 20.2 million visitors last year. London was number two. Dubai was number three. An airport in Prince George's County that closed two years ago will be housing. The Washington Business Journal says Reston-based builder NVR has won planning board approval to build nearly 1,300 houses at Hyde Field in Clinton. It'll also have its own 15-acre solar farm. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOB News. With Wendy's Breakfast, two for $3 Biggie Bundles, you can choose the pair you want. Limited time only during breakfast hours. U.S. price and participation may vary. Not valid in the combo. Single item at regular price. 
Well, coming up on WTOP, one step forward, two steps back for that bill in Virginia that would build a $2 billion arena for the Caps and Wizards in Alexandria. We'll check in with WTOP's Nick Ionelli on where things stand. 312. When your back pain is your foot's fault, this is Dean's story. It was affecting me when I walked, which is a kind of a common activity. Dean's chronic back pain had become a pain in the you-know-what. At first, I just sort of ignored it, but eventually everything catches up to you. Physically and mentally. Back pain affects your mood. It really does. But that's not the only connection Dean made. A friend of mine suggested I go to the Good Feet store. I was a little confused. Why would I need a foot store? My feet are fine. But he thought, what the heck? He had nothing to lose. They took impressions of my feet, and with the footprint, they were able to get me a personalized arch support that, like, lifted pressure off my back. Hmm. So the source of your back pain was right under your toes. It's something maybe I should have known, but I found out in the nicest possible way. See how Arch Supports work for you with a free fitting. The Good Feet Store has locations across Greater D.C. and Baltimore. Visit goodfeet.com to book your appointment today or just stop by. People are driving 20, 30, 60 miles for the area's most incredible Toyota deals. And it all starts with just a click at twicethechoices.com. Waldorf Toyota and Alexandria Toyota make it all twice as easy at twicethechoices.com. Twice the Toyota selection, twice the Toyota savings, all with twice the Toyota customer service you deserve. The secret is out. The Toyota partnership that's putting dreams and driveways all around the Beltway. Point, click, and save. Twicethechoices.com. Hi, I'm Patricia Farrick, president of FVC Bank. With me today is Bill Horan, CEO of Realty Exchange Corporation. FVC Bank appreciates the great relationship we have with Realty Exchange Corporation. Take it from me, folks. Bill Horan of Realty Exchange Corporation. FVC Bank is the bank to use. We value FVC Bank as a trusted partner, and you will too. Visit FVCBank.com. That's FVCBank.com. Member FDIC. Later this this hour, a greener alternative for your afterlife plans could soon be available in our region. Keep it here on WTOP. Be warned that once you pick up a refreshingly cold drink from McDonald's and people see just how refreshingly cold that drink from McDonald's is, you may create drink envy because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. For a morning brew that really creates a stir, get any size iced coffee, including caramel and French vanilla, for just 99 cents before 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ah, the sizzle of McDonald's sausage. It's enough to make you crave your favorite breakfast. Enough to head over to McDonald's. Enough to make you really wish this commercial were scratch and sniff. And if you're a sausage person, now get two satisfyingly savory sausage McGriddles, sausage biscuits, or sausage burritos for just $3.33. Or mix and match. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 315, I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ian Kramer. Thanks for joining us. The twists and turns of trying to build a new $2 billion sports arena for the Caps and Wizards in Alexandria continues. The Virginia bill that would allow for the new arena at Potomac Yard is not dead at this point, but it's certainly on thin ice. There are several options for lawmakers now in the near future as they consider the proposal. Well, joining us now to better understand these latest twists and turns is WTOP's Nick Ionelli. Nick, we have been going back and forth. It's good. It's bad. It's on. It's off. Where do all things stand now? 
Yes, this is the bill that would create a stadium authority that would fund and oversee the project of building a new arena in Alexandria, moving the Caps and Wizards there from D.C. And where it stands now is we are halfway through the legislative process. It passed in the House of Delegates by a vote of 59 to 40 last week, and now it's in the Senate. Specifically, it's in the Senate Finance and Appropriations Committee. That means Democratic Senator L. Louise Lucas, who chairs that committee, is going to decide what happens next. And she has several options in front of her. She could choose to send the bill to a subcommittee. She could take up the legislation within her own full committee. Or she could simply choose to do nothing, which would be to kill the bill, essentially. But there is another option that is on the table. That option would involve lawmakers agreeing to not let the bill die but rather delay action on it for a year. So that is a possibility as well. Do we know at this point whether Senator Lucas is considering one of those options above the other? (laughs) Well, she's considering one of those, I guess. Uh, We don't know which one she's going to choose ultimately, and that's frustrating for Northern Virginians and Northern Virginia lawmakers in Richmond. They don't know what Lucas is going to do, which way she's leaning. She's been outspoken against the arena proposal on social media. She has derided it by calling it the Glen Dome referring to Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin's support for it. But we don't know if she's saying things like that because she means them or whether it's a political maneuver in a behind-the-scenes debate about all of this. I did reach out to Lucas numerous times for an interview with WTOP. We have not heard back from her. And even those within Lucas's own party are not sure what she's going to do. Today I talked with Democratic Delegate Luke Torian, who sponsored the arena bill in the House of Delegates. Even he doesn't know what's going to happen. He says he has no idea what Lucas is going to do. Nick, what about the fact that this is the governor who wants this bill? Ted Leonsis in Monumental Sports, Mm -hmm. big lobbying arms, I'm sure, in Virginia, in Richmond on this. So can one individual Democratic senator take this whole thing down at least for a year? Yeah, people say elections matter. And here's a good example. She is a Democrat, and and right now Democrats control the Senate, and she has a lot of power as the chair of the Finance and Appropriations Committee. She's not a Northern Virginia senator. She represents Chesapeake City, west of Virginia Beach. And what we're seeing is Democratic infighting between Lucas and Northern Virginia lawmakers. We're seeing that with the arena proposal, and also we're seeing that with Metro funding, Lucas has said she's against additional funding for Metro, which Metro has said it needs to address a $750 million budget shortfall. So the answer to your question is absolutely. Uh, She has enormous power as head of that committee, and she can single-handedly kill bills being the chairperson of that committee. That's simply a reality. So uh, there's Democratic infighting, and she has a lot of power with this. We don't know what's going to happen, but that is where things stand. That's the state of affairs here. To be continued. Thank you, Nick. Thank you. WTOP's Nick Ionelli. We are brought to you by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza takes the headache out of planning with a Lido Pizza team party giveaway for your child supports team. Go to WTOP.com, search Lido to enter for your chance to win a pizza party and for all the details. To the traffic center we go, Dave Dildine. Between Centerville and Fairfax City on I-66, the eastbound traffic backup will start to thin out in the minutes ahead. The crash vehicle is removed from the left lanes onto the right shoulder, and all eastbound lanes on 66 are reopening. Westbound, lanes are open, a little heavy near 123. The westbound ramp to go eastbound on 50, exit 57A, that remains blocked for crash investigation. 
Again, westbound to eastbound. Interloop of the Beltway getting a little better, but still slow, leaving Tyson's toward the Legion Bridge. Work zone in McLean clear. 95 northbound traffic, very heavy on this holiday Monday. Anywhere between Stafford exit 140 and the Springfield interchange. Southbound delays are manageable near the Occoquan. In Maryland, on the outer loop, still backed up in Bethesda. The work zone near River Road, not quite clear, almost, but the right side is still coned off. Interloop traffic getting heavier near the Chevy Chase and Silver Spring exits and slow southbound the interloop from Lanham past Landover. 15 southbound at West Patrick Street in Frederick. The crash on the shoulder now. Both lanes are open. Brighton Dam Road still closed near the dam east of 650 for crash investigation. Route 50 at the Bay Bridge, westbound good, eastbound heavy near Sandy Point, limited to two lanes eastbound. Save on easy meals at Whole Foods Market. Get packaged soups for 25% off with Prime through tomorrow while supplies last. Shop in store or online term supply. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Let's go to 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Steve Rudin. Steve, we're enjoying this President's Day weather. Yeah, it's very, very nice outside and a great afternoon to get outside or at least let some fresh air in, open the windows up a little bit. It is still a little bit chilly out there with temperatures mainly in the upper 40s to around 50 degrees. We will see those temperatures tumble this evening with clear skies. Overnight lows range anywhere from the middle 20s to middle 30s. Tomorrow, another good-looking day, perhaps a little bit milder, upper 40s to lower 50s. Mostly sunny on Wednesday, near 50 degrees. Clouds start to roll in on Thursday. This is ahead of our next weather maker. Highs will be in the middle to upper 50s. Better chance for showers late Thursday evening, Thursday night, and continuing through Friday. Not going to be a washout, but the good news for the weekend. We're trending dry, cool on Saturday, mid-40s and mid-50s on Sunday. It's 47 in Fairfax, 47 in Bethesda, and 49 downtown. Thank you, Steve. It's all brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air, trusted same-day service, seven days a week. And coming up on WTOP. Can you lend a hand to help a different kind of local library? This is Kyle Cooper. This is John from 2060 Digital, and our partners are asking what will be the most significant trends for digital marketing in 2024. With a growing number of tools and privacy policies, digital advertising is becoming more complex. It's critical to tie your marketing spend to business results. To prepare for the new year, review your website analytics, ads platforms, and internal systems to ensure they work together to provide a clear ROI. For more questions and tips, Visit us at 2060digital.com slash DC. Need to make more money? Own a franchise and control your future. Come to the Franchise Show March 2nd and 3rd at the Dulles Expo Center to meet with the best money-making franchises. Learn how you can open a successful business. This life-changing event is your only chance to see all the hottest money-making opportunities in one place. Find the perfect business for you at the Franchise Show, presented by the Entrepreneur's Source. March 2nd and 3rd, Dulles Expo Center. Get tickets at WashingtonFranchiseShow.com. Hey, so what's a great way to spread awareness that driving high is illegal everywhere? A catchy song, of course. You can run, or you can't drive high. You can run, or you can't drive high. Friendly reminder, don't drive high. If you feel different, you drive different. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Got any travel plans this winter? I'm going to Aruba. Can't wait to hit the beach. I'm going to Aspen, Colorado. I'm going to Alexandria. 
in the freezing rain. If you're traveling around the Washington region, stay up to date and stay safe with WTOP's traffic and weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. With that storm front coming in, you might want to avoid the highways tonight. We're here for you all winter around the clock. WTOP News.